Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Process that plays out differently every single year. The timing is different every single year. Um, so uh, we'll see. Well, you, you told me that in the past you've ticked a lot of people off because you're pretty free with your words. Yep. Um, is that the reason why baseball did what it did? Look, or, I'm not, or do you think Major League Baseball knew something else? No, I, I'm not sure exactly why they did what they did. I know that I've made mistakes. That's kind of what I, I'm trying to focus on. Um, how do I get better from the experiences that I've had? Uh, I've made mistakes in my personal life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really detail-oriented when it comes to baseball and my training, but I didn't apply the same level of scrutiny to my, my personal life. And... Uh, I made mistakes. I agreed to do things I shouldn't have done. It was reckless. Um, it hurt a lot of people along the way. Uh, made things very difficult for Major League Baseball, for the Dodgers, my teammates, friends, family, people close to me. Um, so I've done a lot of reflecting on that and made a lot of changes in my life to, to address that. Um, not having casual sexual relationships anymore, for, for example. I also, uh, you know, I made a lot of people in the media mad. I was very immature with how I handled things when people would write things about me that I didn't agree with. I should have just had a private <laughs> adult conversation with someone. Um, and I was bullied a lot as a kid and don't really want to get into that, but at the time I viewed my responses on social media as like standing up for myself and mm. having a voice, and I think it was just an immature... You say you were bullied as a kid. That's a what lot, you said. yeah. Uh, you're 32 now? I'm 32, yes. Okay, so you think you're a new person. I've grown you, up a lot, you, for you, sure. You have? You've yeah. matured on this? Yeah. My viewpoints now are drastically different than they were five years ago, ten years ago, yeah. Things are more, uh, different things are important to me. Do you think in a way that, uh, that you've been a victim here, or are you no, I don't making see, excuses? No, 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 I don't see it in those terms at all. I just try to reflect accurately on how I can be better, what caused me to do the things I do, so I can address those in my life and handle them in a way that I'm more proud of in the future. Today. We're back. So Trevor Bauer. So let's start here first with the Mets starting rotation. So now, like we talked about, Manaya is in the fold. You know, I had wrote at Beyond the Mic that I wanted them to go after uh, Ryu and Giolito. I thought Giolito had a, a little bit better of a track record. I know he got torched last year, but maybe with their pitching lab and with you know some of the uh, ways that they could work with him, uh, a deal similar to what he got in Boston for a couple of years with an opt out. A little bit more money. I think he got, uh, you know, more around the, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20 million dollars a year. Uh, you know, a little bit more than what Manaya is getting uh, would have been worth it. The Mets didn't go that route. And again, like I said at the beginning, you got to trust that they're seeing things on the back end with these pitchers that we don't. Uh, you know, I wasn't as interested in James Paxton and, you know, Mike Clevenger was an interesting name. You know, the scrappy options like Odorizzi and Greinke and Keichel and Carrasco. Eh. I mean, if you want to invite a Keichel to spring training and then say, hey, you know, you could go down to Syracuse for 60 days with an opt-out, see if he's got anything, I'm fine with that. But And that could still happen. You know, that you know, with this slow-moving offseason, I think you're going to see a lot of guys still, as you get closer and closer to pitchers and catchers, not be signed. And uh, it's gonna it's a very interesting offseason. And I think, yeah, Otani and, and um, 
Yamamoto held it back a little bit, but I also think the cost of everybody and the prices, and I kept telling everybody, you know, owners, you know, with the way the economy is, uh, you know, a lot of uncertainty in all their businesses that they have, the cost of running these teams, you know, owners are not just going to sign off on crazy money for everybody. It's one thing to pay Yamamoto. It's another thing when, you know, guys are, I mean, even look at Manaya. I mean, I didn't think he'd get, I mean, I, I knew as you get closer into the offseason, he'd get uh, 14, 15 million. But at the beginning of the offseason, these are the kind of pitchers I said, ah, you give him 10, 11 million. That's not the case anymore. I mean, Wade Miley, I think he got eight and a half million when he uh, uh, resigned or uh, with Milwaukee uh, or opted in. If that's the case, I have to look at that. And, and that's, you know, that's an underpay. He could probably get more. So we'll see. But so Trevor Bowers, again, his name is coming out there in the market. And when I had wrote about options, a lot of the off the field issue options, the Domingo Hermans, uh, Julio Urias, and also um, Trevor Bauer, I, I just didn't think they were going to be an option because they create a lot of controversy. Cohen, anything the Mets do, especially after the Jared Porter situation and when Zach Scott happened with Zach Scott and the DUI and the history of the Mets, you know, because they, everything seems to snowball with this organization. I just didn't think he wanted to take a chance there. Also, you all know his wife, Alex, is heavily involved with the organization, you know, with the ownership. And, uh, you know, he helps she helps host these uh, these players when they're recruiting them. And I don't think she's, you know, she's at the ballpark. You know, people have run into her. She's not just some wife that's up in the luxury suite, you know, taking it in and, and, a, and a silent partner. You know, she's involved. You know, there's no doubt about it. Uh, players that have domestic violence track records... And abuse of women, uh, I think that'd be a hard thing for his for Cohen to sell to his wife. I think that's a hard thing for the wife to swallow. Um, so I, I wasn't sure they were even an option. Now, Bauer is an interesting case. So let me, you know, put this out there. I by no means am advocating anything that Trevor Bauer did at all. Personally, I think he's a one dumb guy. If I was getting a contract for forty million dollars a year. The only thing I had to do to keep that money was to play baseball and not mess around off the field in extracurricular sexual activity. Have Just have functional relationships like everybody else. Have a functional relationship with your partner, whoever that is. Uh, I think that's a pretty reasonable ask. That's being a good human. Uh, and putting money, just putting it from the money perspective, dumb, dumb, dumb. Anybody who's a celebrity, and I've talked to athletes who have been around, knows that it's a minefield for them when they get paid because their money's public because that you know they have so much access to easy sex um it's a minefield for them and i know that we're all human beings and it's tough but there's consequences choices remember one thing whether it's this show or the world choices decisions and consequences that's everything you do in this world and away you go you know, when it comes down to it. So, you know, I don't have any sympathy for him. It was dumb what he did. Now, the truth, and Tierney brought this up, Lakata brought this up. He has not been uh, indicted on a crime. He has not lost a civil case. I know there's another civil case out there that he can't talk about. Um, the only thing he's guilty of right now is dysfunctional relationships with members of the opposite sex. And poor choices. 
everything sounded like it's been consensual. It's, you know, that far reaches of the Overton window that I think he participated in. And I'm not defending it because I just think you're asking for trouble and you're putting yourself and your partner in such a bad position when you participate in these kind of acts. The name Michael Vick came up during the interview. Michael Vick uh, did horrible things to animals. I am a huge, you know, uh, rescue dog person. My wife as well. You guys know that. We just lost one. Thank you for the kind words over the holiday weekend. I talked about it on uh, Beyond the Mic. We lost one that we just adopted about five months ago. Rough New Year's Day. Rough. These animals. I can't fathom the things that Michael Vick did. Um, but Michael Vick came back. Uh, he paid his price. Uh, he came back and he played again. I think he's doing uh, uh, television work now. He has a right to work. He has a right to a second chance. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, Patrick Ewing, Anthony Mason. Look at some of the things they did. You know, you could say it's not as bad as Bauer. Very checkered background. Anthony Mason has a very checkered, God rest his soul, has a very checkered background. Uh, he's beloved here in this town. In the Knicks, there's a commercial during Knicks games where I think a fan paints a mural to him in his home. I could go on and on, you know, throughout the history of baseball, not just New York sports, as to people who have done questionable off-the-field activities. And they got second chances, or they never were admonished at all. And, you know, to me, to treat Trevor Bauer differently is a whole other thing. Now, having a civil case still out there makes this very difficult because you don't know what comes out of that. Now, it's a civil case, but still, you know, just like O.J. Simpson was cleared of murder, but he lost the civil case, being cleared in court doesn't mean you're innocent. It's about the legal gamesmanship. So even though a civil case is a civil case, if something comes out of that that deems his guilt, you know, that could that could change things. Um, what I heard from Trevor Bauer, now it could be scripted. You know, he, he stuck to the script on Fox. I heard him on Fox. I heard him on uh, WFAN. Uh, was a guy that understands where he was, understands what he did wrong, is committed to being better. Uh, he was very honest about how all the things that he put into his craft – the detail, the passion he did not put into his choices of, of personal interactions. And um, he regrets that. Uh, I'm not here to criticize Lindsay Hill. Uh, there's some things that I saw come out about her that made me question her validity, but I'm not here to, to judge her. I'm not here to judge anybody. All I know is, is that Trevor Bauer knows that he had very poor choices on the personal side. He's not the only guy to make poor choices. He might be caught, one of the few guys to get caught, not the only guy. If you started to peel the onion, as I said, about all the players on this 40-man roster and what they do outside of the lines of the ball field, there's a lot of things that they believe in, politics, personal beliefs, sex, how they interact with their spouses. I'm not saying they abuse them, but how, they, how their marriages are that would make you not like them. And unfortunately, that exists, and I'm not excusing it, but the only thing we're here for is to assess them as ballplayers. And everybody has a right to work. I mean, we're a society right now that is all about giving people second chances. We've changed our criminal laws to allow people to get out of jail. We've changed our criminal laws to allow people who have committed crimes, violent crimes, to not be prosecuted. 
So last I looked, our society is more about forgiving and moving on than ever before. Not always the case with athletes. Not always the case with athletes that the media decides are not part of who they think should be forgiven. Now, Bauer also talked about his relationship with the media and X. And I've learned this lesson too. Fighting on X gets you nowhere. Because nobody's going to give you a fair shake on X. It's a mob mentality. It's a virtual bar. You put your stuff out there. You take your hits. And you just stick to your statement. Going back and forth on direct messages or ads never never makes you win. Because you also you have about 200 characters. And it's so hard to get your point across with 200 characters. I also understand those who are listening who have daughters or wives. I'm, I'm married. I have a wife. Who find it impossible to root for Trevor Bauer in a Mets uniform. Impossible. I get it. I'm, you know, I found it impossible to root for Michael Vick. I wouldn't put him on my fantasy team. Not that that's you know a big deal. And I'm sure there were owners at the NFL at the time that found the same way. Um, I'm also one that understands that you know we should listen to somebody's journey and and hear where they've been at and why they did what they did. You know, Bauer talked about being bullied. Did things in Michael Vick's background and how he grew up contribute to that? Probably. You know, it's just like when I talk about, you know, some of the um, uh, Latin American guys with cockfighting. I mean, it's culturally, it's more acceptable down there. I find it horrible. It's something I couldn't watch. Now, there are things that are clearly wrong. What Wander Franco did is clearly wrong. It's illegal and sick. Um, and he's going to go to jail and for a long time. Uh, I think somebody po- pointed out Matt Bush, former first-round pick who converted to a pitcher who's still pitching. I think he killed somebody in drunk driving, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and nobody seems to mind. And I'm sure if Matt Bush could get three outs in the eighth inning, a good number of Mets fans would be okay with it. My point is is that we pick and choose what to be outraged over with. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your belief system. What I'm saying is is that Sometimes it's easy to be mean-spirited and cruel and judgmental and, you know, put people in like a corridor. But it's a lot harder and it takes a bigger person to say, let's listen to what this person has to say and figure out a way if they're contrite and could could learn from it. Again, if it was Wanda Franco, I'd say this is black and white. You know, when he's, he, what he's charged with, and if he's found guilty, pretty bad stuff. Trevor Bauer's not guilty of anything other than bad judgment, and that judgment has cost him a lot of money. A lot of money. And he may never play again. Here's another thing. In, in professional baseball, in major leagues, why is it that the Japanese NPB League finds it okay for him to play there for a couple of years? But we don't? Like, are the Japanese people lesser integrity people than we are? I don't think that that's a good way of thinking. Do you? So you're telling me that Japan and the Japanese culture has lower standards of people than we do. Are you... Because that's... But by you saying he shouldn't get a job in Major League Baseball, because he'll go back to Japan. He's already said he's got offers. You're basically saying we're a superior culture to the Japanese. Are you comfortable believing that? Because I'm, I'm not, because I don't believe that at all. I, I personally find that not to be true, the interactions or the conversations I've had 
with people who have done a lot of business in Japan. So I'm just going to get that out there. I'm trying to be as fair as possible. This is not an easy conversation to have. Now, as far as a pitcher, what was very intriguing about Bauer is that he's taken the time, like he said, 18 months to train. This is a guy that from the start coming over was a guy that marched to his own drummer. He did his own way of training. He didn't like to conform to some of the broken practices that professional baseball clubs were participating in. It always annoyed organizations. You know, obviously he's got a big mouth on X, and, and he acknowledged that. But here's one thing about Bauer, which I've always liked. He's always found ways to be ahead of the curve. If you read the MVP machine and about uh, Trackman and Rapsodo, he was one of the first to embrace a lot of the standard practices that we see now with pitchers to become better. And it worked. I mean, he says he's the top 15 pitchers in the world. You know, you don't want to agree with that, but before he was suspended for a couple of years, he was top 10 from 2018 to 2021. He was better than Justin Verlander, statistically, if you go to fan graphs. So, you know, maybe that's a stretch right now because we haven't seen him pitch in 24 months almost. More than that, actually. More than that, it's been May, what, May of uh, 2021. Um, but he's pretty good. Is he an ace of a rotation at this point? I mean, I looked at his numbers in Japan. Uh, forget the one loss. He was 10-4 and four last year, actually 11-4. and four. He pitched, that's in the postseason, I guess. He was 10-4 and four during regular season. You know, two walks per nine, a strikeout per, per nine. Uh, everything about his numbers looked exactly what you saw when he was in the big leagues. Uh, he had a 163 OPS plus with the Dodgers uh, in 2021, 8-5 record, 2.59 ERA before he got himself in trouble. Everything that you were paying for that offseason, what the Mets thought they were going to pay for, he was producing with the Dodgers. And now he's talked about how he's used the time not only to train, but to learn a splitter because they throw a lot more splitters in Japan, adding another p pitch to his repertoire. Something that Sean Manaya has done with his sweeper. I got to tell you, I predict this guy gets a job. He is, you know, he might get only one-year deal. He's going to come in. He's going to be as good as ever, maybe better with this pitch. And next winter, he's going to be on the market, and he's going to be in demand, and everybody's going to forgive him. It's going to take one team to give him a shot and be the one that takes the risk to give him a shot, and then all will be forgiven. And that team will get scorned. And truthfully, for Bauer, I know he said, you know, I've been through hell and back. The last couple of years, I've learned a lot. I've been judged. You know, all the things he said. I, and he said, I did this to myself. He did not point the finger at anybody. How many athletes really do that? Because truthfully, he can still take digs at Major League Baseball, the hypocrisy in some of the stuff that has gone on. But he didn't. He did everything the right way. You know, that team will get scorned. And on the on the end of it, when he goes out and does his thing and, and proves himself, He'll be, it'll be forgotten because then it, once somebody breaks through and takes the heat, there'll be 29 other clubs that'll be lining up to sign them because it'll all be out in the wash. Now in New York, he's going to have the performance part. He's going to have to answer the questions, especially early on. You know, he rehearsed well for BT and, and Lakata and for Fox. 
Uh, is he going to be able to stick to those talking points and get away with giving the same talking points over and over and over? Will a team have to be careful with his media interactions and how much that plays into? And also, what does that do to the clubhouse? Incorporating the players' feelings into that? Well, here with the Mets, you got Lindor, who knows him. You know, there's a guy to ask. Ask Lindor. You know, what do you think of this guy? Obviously, guys like Alonzo, you'll have to be uh, consulted and so on and so forth. Um, you know, he seems to believe that he's gotten more support than people think. You know, he's not going to name names, but people who have texted him understanding what he's been through. Um, you know, but coming to New York is a different thing. He gets off to a bad start. It's just going to make it worse. He will get booed. He'll get booed a lot on the road. He'll get booed at home. Maybe it'll be a 50-50 in terms of his approval with the fan base. Um... They'll try to bait him. There'll be those in the media will try to bait him. There will be people outside of baseball that will try to bait him again. He's going to have to be extremely strong. He's going to have to be extremely disciplined. He's going to have to really live all those things that he talked about on the radio. He's going to have to live them every day with an extreme level, as he said, of detail and discipline. The same discipline and detail that made him a top pitcher in this game, not easy to do, he's going to have to apply to his personal life. And when you haven't done that and you're 30 years old and you've done it just for a small amount of time, it is hard. And being in New York, being what, you know, he's still going to get paid. Look, he's going to get paid probably $10, 15000000 million a year on a one-year deal. I mean, if Shawn if, if Shomanaya is getting $14 million, he should probably get $14 million. You're also competing with Japan. I'm sure they're going to pay him. So it's not like you're going to get him for a song and a prayer. You may not have to give him a five-year deal, but you're going to have to give him a couple of years maybe or one in one or whatever. You bring in Trevor Bauer and he could, you know, we know he can pitch. In a vacuum, he could pitch. He's going to give you number two starter, worst case, number three starter performance. Right now, other than Senga, Bauer is probably better than all the other guys. You know, I'd be more confident in, you know, yeah, Manaya's got his thing going on and Quintana's a solid number three. But Bauer, you know, he hasn't been sitting home for two years. He's not physically hurt. You saw, you know, go to Baseball Reference. Look at his numbers from Japan last year. He's he he might be as good as as Senga. So he could help this team. He could help the Yankees. He could help anybody. Shoot, if he could go back to LA, he could probably help the Dodgers. They're looking for some arms too. He could help anybody. Don't be surprised he goes to a team. You know, the the Royals have been signing all these pitchers. And all of a sudden, you got a team out of nowhere like Kansas City with this rotation, and they're good and competing for a wild card. I could see a situation like that. Or they're not in the race and they trade him midseason. But he comes to New York. I don't know if New York is for him. Because I think that everything that he's going to face, the baiting, the questions, the constant doubting of who he really has become, will be amplified here. I already know a couple people in the media. I know of one in particular. I'm not going to bring them up. That's going to bait him. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. And be all over him. I know who they are. I I, I could see see their face now. They're, they're that you know. There's gonna be others. Independent media too. 
And I don't like that. Like baiting people and, you know, not, you know, be, I've thought, and maybe I'm wrong and you could give me feedback. Maybe I've been soft on him here. I do not think anything that he, I don't know if Trevor Bauer's a guy I'd want to hang out with. But you know what? There's a lot of guys on this team. I don't know if I'd want to hang out with them either. I don't like how he lived his his life. I think it's incredibly stupid, his penchant for odd, off-color relationships with women. You know, he should have been spending more time having functional, healthy relationships. He'd be a better person today if he did. Maybe he'll do that now. But last I read of everything I've seen, unless there's something I'm missing, it was not something that he forced on anybody. It was a weird, consensual, tip of the Overton window type of things he was into. And he could say all he wants that he didn't really look for it. Dude, you did it more than once. Come on. There's definitely something there. So I, I think New York's not for him. If I was, you know, I, I appreciate him embracing the big lights. You know, he did everything he can to flirt with the Mets and Yankees on Friday on WFAN. I think Kansas City's better for you. I think the middle of nowhere. I think the furthest away, you know, if you could get to the furthest media market out of the 30 teams, Seattle, whatever, in the middle of the night when you pitch so nobody sees you, and you could answer questions at 3 o'clock in the morning when everyone else on the East Coast is asleep. That's where I would go, as long as the money is reasonable. Maybe he needs another year in Japan to really prove that he's changed. And I don't think that that's out of the question. He seemed to enjoy Japan. And maybe a guy like this needs a couple of years in Japan. And we're talking about this, you know, when he's 32, 33, you know. Sometimes guy, you know, look at a name like Warren Cromarty. He went to Japan and he had a great career for different reasons. Had great career over there. There's a lot of players who leave the big leagues, not for the reasons that Bauer did, and go over and just stay in Japan. They get paid really well. They embrace the culture. They can, you know, it's baseball. And it's, it's look, look at the guys who have come over. They're good. They always win the World Baseball Classic, so we could sneer at them. Oh, it's Triple A. No, it's not. He, you know, he talked exactly like how Jim Allen on this show talked on WFN about how it's a different game. The swing path is different. It's a contact, not a swing from your heels game. It's almost like become, baseball's become just like the NBA where the European game is more passing and open court and more fundamentals and the NBA is the antithesis. Now, it's those two are merging a little bit because of rules changes and what have you, but, but it really is. So I think Trevor Bauer on the Mets is a risk on both sides. I think it's a risk the Mets should take. I think you get Cohen and Alex Cohen and Steve Cohen and Stearns and Bauer in a room. And, you know, look into that civil case, get a one-on-one conversation with the guy, and hammer out a deal and bring him in here. And all of a sudden, you give your rotation a little bit of room to breathe. You allow Manaya to, be, you know, evolve into this new version of Manaya. You, you allow McGill, potentially, to evolve. You have time now with Peterson. You know, Adrian Hauser, who knows what he is? You know, if he's league average, it's not the end of the world. Buto. You know, and then the kids, you give yourself some time. And it's what? It's money. And and maybe you just say, hey, I'll give you a one-year deal. And know that, you know, put a clause in there for conduct. You could, you know, you can, you could void that contract for boom, 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 boom. So, you know, there's a lot of ways you could protect yourself. Now, if I'm Bauer, I don't know if New York is the place I should be, Mets or Yankees. But if I'm the Mets or Yankees and I, and, and he's willing to take 
the chance and the challenge and I have my opt-outs and I have my protection in the contract so I don't take a bath, I would do it. Now, how is that going to be viewed by the media? I don't know. You know, maybe if I'm calling, I go to some trusted media members and say, can this, can this work? Can I survive this? I know that's dangerous to get opinions from the media, but sometimes you have to work with those that you trust and say, hey, you're one of the adults in the room. How, how, can I make this work? Provided that I do this, 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 and this. So, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that Trevor Bauer is a good pitcher and a top of the rotation pitcher. Everything I see from a numbers perspective in Japan indicates he's still that guy. He's a guy that I wanted. Go back to the Talking Mets podcasts. I wanted him. I know Zach Scott said he didn't want him because of all the other stuff. But now that other stuff supposedly he's worked on. You know, Zach Scott talked about that on, on X last week. Um... I was very disappointed when they lost out to him, uh, to the Dodgers for him. Um, he's every bit the pitcher that 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 you would want. It's just all this other garbage and this stuff that you can't really uh, quantify, which is the media's selectiveness with who they tar and feather and who they don't. And there's a lot more I could say about that, but it's not productive because you know what I'm thinking. You know, if Bauer was different and he wasn't Bauer and he did some of the same things, you, you, they might not even care. I mean, that's just the way this, you know, I'm done trying to figure out the hypocrisy. We have so much hypocrisy thrown at us day in and day out, media, business, politics, that, you know, it's part of our world now. You have to, don't complain about the game that you want, play the game that you do. So the way I look at it is this way, if you can bring Bauer into the fold and win at the PR game, and he's truly... Reform, not just reformed with a, you know, memorized. He's not a stupid guy. Remember, this is a smart guy. Read up about him. He's a smart guy, really smart guy when it comes to baseball. He may be dumb when it comes to relationships with women, but he's a smart guy. And I could see him being a guy that could manipulate his media position. So that's where you have to really get him one on one and drill him a little bit, you know, and talk. And I'm, you know, it sounds like he's been talking to teams. Uh, but he's a guy that I could see towards the... I mean, he's a guy, when you talk about opportunistic, you know, and David Stearns talks about being opportunistic. This is a guy that, you know, towards the end of the, the offseason, you could swoop in and grab. So, and he's better. Listen, I think he'd be better than Blake Snell on the mound. You want to be honest, I think he's better. I don't think Blake Snell's that good. I think Blake Snell's a good pitcher. But this is a thinking man's pitcher. This is a guy who trains and knows his body and understands the game that has been at the forefront and the revolution of using data and technology to become better. That's a guy that will always know how to pitch and compete and win. If he only could take his weirdness and put it aside and become more functional in his personal life, you wouldn't care. So... That's pretty much where I'm at with Trevor Bauer. I hope that that's fair. I advocate, I've advocated for many years for the Mets to sign him. Back before all this garbage happened when they were competing for the Dodgers for his services before the 2021 season. Before Max Scherzer was a thought, the real super top of the rotation was DeGrom and Bauer. Two, the back-to-back -back Cy Youngs together. Wow. Turned out it was Scherzer and DeGrom. We didn't get any of that because Scherzer and DeGrom hardly pitched together. And he's young. He's in his early 30s. So it's not like you're getting a 40-year-old guy. Who is competing at a high level in Japan? So, anyway, that's all I got for you guys here. What a way to start the new year. Defending David Stearns, defending the Mets plan, advocating for Trevor Bauer, which is a controversial thought process, 
giving WFAN a, a kudos, giving BT and, and Lakata kudos for a good interview over at WFAN. Who thought that? I, you know, who had that on their bingo card for the new year? Hey, everybody! So a couple of things before I wrap up here. If you don't know yet, uh, commercial-free shows now for subscribers, paid subscribers over at Talking Mets Beyond the Mic. When you see the post go up about the show. Everybody gets the link to the Apple Podcast, which I'm sure you're already, if you're listening, subscribed to. Below the paywall will be a link to audio. You'll have to listen to it in Substack app or your email, but it'll be there for you. So that's the compromise. I got a lot of feedback. Hey, Mike, is there a way to do that? Yes, there it is. But you have to be a paid subscriber, and that's the only way I could do it. I can't get that into Spotify, Apple, whatnot. It's too much of a conflict the way we set things up. If things change in the future, I certainly will. If you're not, a subscriber to Beyond the Mic, I truly say, look, there's all these free trials that Substack offers, seven days, whatever it is. Check it out. Lots of good stuff. We're going to have a deeper dive on Sean Mania this week, so I'm going to be looking into that. I'm going to be doing some research on Mania to see what I think and some of the things I'm thinking about. Jeff McNeil and him in the outfield, that's something that we're going to be taking a look at a little bit. I think that that's more of a possibility than you think, especially because Starling Marte's health is up in the air. We're a little bit late on that. We were going to do that today, but... You know, obviously, like I say, the news dictates where we go and the best laid plans here are, well, the less best laid plans. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another edition of the Talking Mets Podcast. You can check me out all the time at the TalkingMetsPodcast.com. Get me on X at TalkingMetsNoG and you get a show on all your favorite podcasting services, Spotify, Apple, whatever you so desire. Of course, you can interact with me directly, Mike Silva at TalkingMetsPodcast.com. No G, Mike Silva at TalkingMetsPodcast.com. And I want to thank the good folks on the fan side of Podcasting Network for supporting the show. I'm your host, Mike Silva. Happy New Year. We're back at it in 2024. We'll be back with another Talking Mets podcast next week. Till then, check out the po- uh, the newsletter, substack.com slash at Talking Mets No G. Hope you give it a try. Till next time, take care, everybody.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.